Are you ready to make 2017 the year you transform your life? You can wait for something to happen, or you're actually going to decide to go, go home after this weekend to do something about that. We all know that we have a very, very limited amount of time on this earth. So let's not have repeated years. Live your own life. Make the choice, make the decision for your own life. Fear is where you develop courage. There's a moment going, holy crap, all right, I'm gonna do this now. The Wellness Breakthrough is coming. And so you actually have that choice every single morning, every single day, every single moment to decide whether you're gonna live it to the fullest or not. Join myself, Marcus Pierce, and the Wellness Guys, Damien Christoph, Lawrence Tam, and Brett Hill for two nights and three days of transformation at the Country Place. Ten acres of breathtaking rainforest in the Dandenong Ranges of Victoria, February 17th to 19th. It's each and every single one of you are going to support each other in your journey, whatever that journey is. Couples discounts available, limited spots remaining for all information and to watch the spine-chilling video, go to thewellnessbreakthrough.com. Thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. This is Up For A Chat with Cindy O'Mara, Karen Smith and Kim Morrison. Hi, this is Cindy O'Meara from Changing Habits. This series is free and I will be interviewing leading experts speaking on health and well-being every month. I will be interviewing many celebrated authors from around the globe who are interested in changing health paradigms. The purpose of this webinar series is to educate and give you more information in order to empower you to take responsibility for you and your family's health. Tonight, I have Dr. Michelle Nilsson on the line and I'm actually really excited about this because... Um, I had the absolute pleasure of meeting Michelle several years ago at a conference we were both speaking at in Chamonix, France. After I heard Michelle speak, I bought her books and meditation tapes. In fact, I bought everything she had on offer. Her message resonated with me um, so much and I followed her advice um, since that day and have attended her courses um, wherever possible. And last year, I had I, I absolutely loved what I did. I took my daughter and myself to Greece, um, to the island of Evia, uh, to attend Dr. Nielsen's five-day master manifestors course, um, and it was life-changing. Dr. Michelle Nielsen is a wellness expert, international speaker, and published author. She specializes in spiritual makeovers, and after two decades in private practice helping people in he- to heal their physical bodies, she realized that most patients were in great need of a soul surgeon. Therefore, she turned her attention towards healing the spirit and began a 15-year love affair with meditation. She has found it to be one of the most time-efficient and simple transformational tools on the planet. Her desire is to make meditation easy, enjoyable, and accessible to people across the globe. Michelle lives in a, Michelle um, grew up in a small town in Canada, but has settled in beautiful Barcelona, Spain. She balances her professional life with being a wife and having a privilege of raising two delightful children, Talia and Matisse. The family enjoy an active wellness lifestyle, which enjoys snowboarding, rollerblading, and many foreign adventures. Welcome, Michelle. 
Hello, Cindy. This is very exciting. I'm very happy to be here. Thank you very much for the invitation. Uh, look, I, I can't believe how clear it is, you know, coming from Barcelona and here we are on the Sunshine Coast in Australia. And, I, you know, I know, um, you know, you've been had a few health challenges with um, one of your children and I, I appreciate so much what um, you've taken this time out to spend an hour with me and I'm, I really want to make sure our audience understand this, that it's taken a lot for us to, um, first of all, connect with time but connect with your amazingly busy lifestyle um, that you, I, I, and I know it, it may be busy, but you also balance it very well. So my first question to you, Michelle, is um, tell us about why you became a chiropractor because that was where you started this um, whole journey. Yes, absolutely. Well, there's a saying that we have within the chiropractic profession, and it says that Often we don't choose to become chiropractors, but chiropractic chooses us. So when I was a young girl at the age of 13 living in this very small town in Canada, nobody at that time nobody really knew what chiropractic was, which is similar to how it is in Spain here. And I knew I had a sense I wanted to be in a healing profession. I, at that time I thought I wanted to be a medical doctor because that's what occurs to young kids. It's the most common paradigm. But I don't think I really quite understood what the philosophy or what an actual day-to-day of a medical doctor does. And one day I was in the library and I was flipping through these books called the Encyclopedia Britannica, which were where we went for information before we had Google. So most of the, most of the younger people probably have no idea what it was, but I was in the book of C's and the page opened and I saw the typical picture that means in chiropractic, which had a picture of the brain and the nervous system and the spine. And it said chiropractic. And it just caught my attention, this tiny little paragraph. And it said chiropractic concerns itself with the health of the human spine because of its intimate relationship with the nervous system. So chiropractors align the spine to make sure that there's no interferences in the body's communication system. And once the brain is communicating correctly with the body, the body can work properly and heal itself. And that phrase jumped out at me, and I thought, wow, that sounds so cool. So at that moment, I decided I wanted to be a chiropractor, and I never, ever changed my mind. So I had to do quite a lot of research to figure out where I could study chiropractic and um, what it was all about, but I started to change the courses that I was choosing in high school that it would lead me you know, that it would be complementary to, towards the chiropractic education. So that's how it all got started. And I went straight down to Portland, Oregon, where I studied there for six years. And then I started this crazy world journey of um, working as a chiropractor in many places in the world, which eventually led me to beautiful Barcelona, which is a very difficult place to leave. So here I am, <laughs> 22 years later. <laughs> wow, wow. So... Tell me, what was the instigator that changed you from helping people physically um, in, in a chiropractic realm um, to looking at more emotionally, spiritually, and mentally? What, what, what turned you from realizing we needed more? We just didn't need the adjustment, um, but we needed more. Yeah, well, I think that um, you know, chiropractic does wonderful things for people and heals people, but when you start to see People coming in and um, a lot of people talk about change and wanting to change your life, but very few people actually 
do change and make the change. And I just realized that a lot of what was going on for people were um, blockages at a, at a higher level that I've been, um, you know, that here was many, many years clearing out physical interferences or physical blockages, but um, their lives weren't particularly transforming. It was helping them. Um, they're feeling wonderful. But in order to make real change through my own growth and evolution and personal development, I realized that people, that 90% of what we do in our lives and what we attract into our lives and the choices we make tend to come from uh, an energetic blueprint that we might have. And the emotions are what create our vibrational frequency. So if we don't get into this, if we don't get into a vibrational frequency at a higher level, we're not going to attract better things into our, to our lives and we're not going to keep evolving. We're going to stay exactly stuck, exactly where we are. So through that, I realized, um, and also through my own growth, because I started to do some massive emotional cleaning and a lot of work on myself and things in my life started to shift and things in my life started to get better. So when I saw the, the massive results in myself as well, I realized that I could do a lot more for people apart from just removing their physical subluxations, but helping them to remove emotional and spiritual and energetic blockages as well. I know that um, this works, and but a lot of people almost need convincing um, how, you know, it, meditation sounds so easy. Well, not easy because people go, I can't turn my brain off. Um, because this is the way you started to do it, wasn't it, through meditation? Yes, yeah. I had such massive results and change in myself through through meditation that um, it's what I became very passionate about and wanted to share with other people. So, yeah, I know when I got started, Cindy, with meditation, I also was very overwhelmed because there's so much information out there and so many techniques, and I didn't know where to start, and I was just lost in this sea of information, and, and I knew and I'd heard that, you know, people kept saying to me or, or my mentors kept saying to me, well, you need to start meditating, you need to start meditating, and I didn't know where to start. So I spent many, many years trying and discovering many, many different things and many different techniques, and and now that I've been at it for so long, I want to make it easier for people, and that's why I make the guided meditation. So, you know, I think meditation kind of has an esoteric connotation. People think it's something complicated. People think it's something esoteric. And really, all meditation is is just a way of of focusing your mind. Uh, it's a way of cleaning the mind. You know, if you think about it, Cindy, every day we're so bombarded by stress and negativity and bad news on the outside world. And this, you know, we suck this into our brain and we suck this in and we get all this energy and negativity gets stored in our brain and our subconscious and we just build up layers and layers and layers of this. And eventually the creative, intelligent, spiritual part of our brain is almost inaccessible because it's covered by all these layers of um, negativity. And so daily meditation is just, it's almost like taking a brain shower or mm -hmm. mental cleansing. So it's just a, it's a way to set the reset button each and every day so that we can be coming from 
our higher self and that our creative and more innate higher self soul has a way to shine through and be present every day. So, you know, I'm sure you feel kind of icky if you're rushing out the door and you haven't had a time to have your shower every day. Mm -hmm. So for me, that's what it's like. If I don't meditate, I just feel like my, my brain is all clogged up and, um, you know, I'm not coming from my higher self. Well, I know when um, I first listened to you speak and um, I was in, we were in Chamonix and, and I bought your CDs. I think I downloaded them, put them on my iPhone. I don't think it was an iPhone at that point, but an iPod because this was quite a few years ago. And I listened to them on the plane on the way home. So um, it helped me calm down on the plane. You know, it's a long way back from Europe, back to Australia. So it helped me calm down. And then... I started to use your meditations, your guided meditations, because I found that if I wasn't guided, I wasn't, I, I, I couldn't turn my brain off. Whereas with, with a guided meditation, it seemed to allow me to be with somebody to help me through the maze. And, and, and that's what I loved about it. So, um, that's where I started meditating was because of you. And yeah, I, that's, I, that's exactly why I created the guided meditations because that's the most common comment is like, oh, I can never meditate. I tried once and I can't turn my brain off. And um, so that's why I created a series. I have many, many, many now. And um, because when you're when you listening to a guided meditation, then all you need to do is just concentrate on my voice or whoever making the guided meditation and your brain will get distracted, but it's, you know, it's not game over when your brain gets distracted. You just go, oh, my, I got distracted for a minute. What did Michelle say? And, you know, slowly you can go through the whole session and just um, go through very, very deep meditation and get to a very deep level. Um, and just all you really need to do is focus on, on my voice. Mm-hmm. And luckily, luckily technology has come a long way since then, Cindy, because I, even though that wasn't that long ago, you know, that was you taking the CD, putting in your computer, and so there's all these steps involved, and, and I'll explain to you later, but as you know, one of my major projects of the last year was putting everything into uh, into an app, so now all people have to do is download download the app, and um, and they've got it all there in their iPhone, so... Would you like to tell them how to getting, find that? Things we're talking about, it. let's um, let people know how to find that. Yes, well, there's um there's two versions. Um, yeah, as you know, when you I have a very active mind, so I was very excited to get the first version out, which is called the Meditation Spa, mm-hmm. and that's available. All you need to do is put Meditation Spa into the App Store. That's just available for iPhone. And in a few weeks, in about a month, once that once that was out, it was very very exciting. Then I got this other big vision and big idea and so what I'm creating now and it will be out in about a month it's called meditation masters and what it is it's actually really exciting to me it's um apart from having access to all of my meditations there's a mind magazine which is tips on spirituality meditation manifesting all within the app and then the part I'm really excited about it has a whole social media uh, section. So everybody can create a profile, interact with each other. So basically it's a spiritual Facebook. 
So that'll be available in about a month, and it'll be available on all platforms, so any smartphone. Um, so that'll be in the app, any app store, and um, I'm really excited about that because it's going to grow. It's going to grow a whole global, worldwide community of people who are interested in proving themselves, people who are interested in connecting more with their spiritual spiritual self, creating a more spiritually orientated quantum community. And with that type of energy, you know, that's really what's going to make a big shift and change in the planet. So I'm very excited that um, that technology and spirituality has, um, can get married and create a way to... Um, to get these things out and make a massive impact very quickly, we're very lucky right. how uh, how technology can help us with these things these days. As you know from your business as well. Oh, definitely. Like I look at 30 years ago talking about nutrition. You either were on the local radio station or you wrote a book or you may have been in a couple of magazines or you did speaking engagements. And now I just look at the plethora of people out there talking about nutrition and Look, even meditation, I, um, on this webinar series, we had a lady by the name of Dr. Pam Peake who wrote the book The Hunger Fix and it was all about addiction. And you know what? One of her first things was you had an addiction um, to food or any addiction whatsoever, meditation. And, and she talked about um, the frontal cortex, I think it was. Um, I don't remember exactly the the science and the anatomy behind it, but she yeah. she talks about the intelligent part of the brain when you start to meditate, starts to get better. Can you explain that? Well, yeah, sure. I think, um, yeah, I've changed so many habits in myself. I know that's your theme, changing habits, mm-hmm. and um, and also in other people. And I think it is a very, very powerful tool. Like I know... The people that you are working with are interested in weight loss and changing eating habits and improving their health and and um, what happens, it, why people get frustrated so much is because, you know, we have this amazing, powerful brain that's controlling everything we do, it's controlling our actions, it's controlling our habits and controlling our body. And the thing is, we have this voice in our head and we think that voice in our head is in control of everything. And that's actually very far from the truth because that's our conscious mind, which is about 10, 5 to 10%. And so we think we're in the driver's seat. We think this voice in our head is, is, you know, running the show and in the driver's seat. So, you know, we might come into summer and say, okay, that's it. I'm going to give up sugar and I'm going to start this new diet. I'm going to start exercising and we're all motivated and we get excited and we get started. And geez, you know, 15 days goes by, and next thing you know, it's midnight, and you're in the fridge with the, your spoon in the in the Hagen Dots container, and you know, this is frustration. And the reason is, is because what's really driving the show is our subconscious mind. So all of our habits are pretty much hardwired into our subconscious mind. Um, all our past beliefs our negative emotions and our limiting beliefs. So, you know, you might think, okay, I'm going to start this year. I'm going to get healthy. I'm going to get thin. I'm going to feel great. And really, you have some type of limited belief that's stored deep in the subconscious saying, you don't deserve that or, you know, that'll never work for you. So we think we're in control of ourselves and really it's the subconscious. And what makes it even more frustrating is the word 
subconscious or unconscious, so we don't even know that those programs are there. Mm-hmm. And so in order to make real change, and this we have a tremendous amount of willpower and a great support group, you know, the easiest way to make change is to get deep into the subconscious mind and rewire the programming in there. And meditation is a wonderful way to do that because when you get into a meditative state, your brain waves change. So you go from the beta state into what's called the alpha state or the theta state. And in these brain waves, the brain waves slow down. And the exciting thing is, is that the door to the subconscious area of our mind, which normally is under lock and key, becomes open. So when you're in the meditative state, you can actually get into the subconscious mind and reprogram it. Um, you can reprogram it through affirmations, but the affirmations will stick because the subconscious mind is open. You can also use that time to consciously clear out negative beliefs, negative emotions, and as the other doctor said, that when you're in the alpha and theta state, our frontal lobe, which is the intelligent part of our brain, cannot distinguish between reality and fantasy. Mm-hmm. So when you're in those states, you could visualize yourself with these new habits. You could visualize yourself with, um, you know, making better decisions. And that's actually making a physical change in your brain because your brain thinks that that is reality. And uh, another important, um, another really important part of that in, in making change or manifesting anything is whilst in these alpha and theta states is getting into the emotional frequency of that new habit or to actually, as you know, because I know you've done my weight loss meditation or healthy eating meditation, you actually visualize yourself, you know, how great you're going to feel when you're strutting around in that new bikini and you get into the emotional state of it. And the emotions um, are what create our vibrational frequency, and that's a powerful manifesting tool, but also that makes it a really strong imprint in your whole body, that emotional imprint. So change becomes a lot easier because you've rehearsed it in your brain, you've reprogrammed your subconscious mind, and you're now in the emotional state of the new reality. And so now making those changes in your diet and getting up to go to the gym and doing all those healthy things is no longer an effort because it's become hardwired into the operating system of your brain and your body. And um, so I absolutely agree with the other doctor that the meditation in terms of using those brain states for for visualizing, making change is an amazingly powerful, effective, and easy way to change our, our own habits and, and to shed undesirable habits and to create new ones. And then, so if we have new habits and we're changing our habits, then we're basically changing our lives and making our lives for the better. Everything shifts around us. And it does, doesn't it? You know, once you have got your um, physical health getting back into order, then it cascades to mental, emotional, spiritual. And it doesn't matter where you start sometimes. Sometimes people start at the spiritual and end up down the physical health. And it's like this beautiful um, big circle of start somewhere, but you got to start. 
It doesn't matter where, yeah. but at least start. And meditation is something you get to lay down for. <laughs> That's what I love about it. You know, yeah. you, it's not hard. It's just a matter of getting, um, you know, one of your um, meditations, and you have many of them, and finding the right one for you and, and starting that program. So what, what I'd like to... And I, um, I absolutely agree that I think the key for most beginners is is guided meditation because... It is hard to still down. It is hard to still the mind. So that's been my whole objective: is make it as easy for people as possible, and to demystify and decomplicate it. Yeah, I think the first one I ever did was um, the healing one, where where um, we went through a door. There was that one, the magical beach. Love the magical beach, and I know you've got so much more, but you know, I got stuck on those six. <laughs> <laughs> and I love them, and I've, you know, and I and I just enjoy them so much. And and every time I go, yeah, yeah, I'll try that one. I just I get it. I like one. I'm, I'm a I am actually somebody who loves to be habitual, and and that was that's what happened to me. Um, but what I love is the variety. And so there's got to be one out there that every you know that will appeal to every person that um, is listening to this webinar. What I'd like to yeah. um, move on to is. You wrote a book and a best-selling book and a book that changed my life um, was called Manifesting Matisse. Would you like to uh, explain why did Manifesting Matisse, um, why was it created in the first place and, and yeah, how, how come you, you wrote this beautiful, amazing, life-changing book? Yes, um, Manifesting Matisse, well, that's a double, it has a double meaning. Um, first of all, I've always loved the artist Matisse. So I like to think that we can be the artists of our own life. And my son is named Matisse. So basically it's a, it's a book that teaches people how to manifest their goals using by better aligning their body, mind, and spirit because usually we've been taught just to, you know, pick a goal and work really, really hard. And so what I've done is I've, created a 10-step program that teaches people very methodology, well, I can't say that word, um, a method to, in 10 steps, pick a goal, manifest in reality with minimum effort and minimum time possible, taking advantage of the quantum laws of the universe and attracting the right people at the right time at the right place to make it all happen and flow together. And so what's different about my approach is using the spiritual or the quantum phase because we've been taught to, you know, pick a goal and work really hard. And if we can better align our body, mind, and spirit and take advantage of the, the quantum field and energetically become aligned with that goal, it's going to happen in half the time with half the effort. And we're also going to be capable of, of making the impossible possible. And so... I did that myself when my son, Matisse, was born. He was born three months premature, and he had some neurological damage, and we were told by the doctors that he was either going to be deaf, mute, or suffer from cerebral palsy. And our little Matisse was um, struggled quite a lot up to the first five years of his life. He didn't speak until he was almost six years old. He was through testing with the state government here, the state government center. 
he was given a label as a special needs child, and he was very, very behind in many areas. So, you know, basically what the doctors were predicting was, was becoming true. Um, one day I just had this huge insight to change this. And I was sitting on my porch and I had a, I had done a meditation and this thought came to me that, wow, you know, this is not the reality I want in my life. I did not sign up for this and I'm going to make a change. And this is a system that I've been using my whole life to manifest more physical type of goals with my business or, um, you know, financial goals or, you know, the typical things that we tend to to um, go set for, and it just hadn't, I was in a dark cloud because the whole situation with Matisse was very stressful, so it just sort of hadn't occurred to me to use this system with something like my son's health. So I started straight away, and this system includes, you know, first of all, becoming very clear on what you, um, of what you want, which is some people never even make it to that point, to step one, um, to make a very strong description through writing it down and making a visual representation so it's in your mind, in front of mind every single day, to do the hard work, make a plan. Again, that's something that um, so these days I think some people have the idea that manifesting is just, you know, picking a vision and meditating, but there is hard work involved in planning. And then the third part is to connect better with your own spiritual self and your own innate wisdom, for that innate wisdom to connect with the universal intelligence that's controlling and coordinating everything in existence, and begin the meditation to clear out emotional blockages and to begin to visualize, use these meditative states to, to visualize the new reality for yourself. That's basically the, the overview. Um, so I put this all together, and it was absolutely incredible to me because after five and a half years of being in this dark cloud of um, of living with this very difficult special needs child who um, also had a lot of emotional problems, we had bonding issues, he rejected me, um, temper tantrums like you couldn't imagine. Uh, it was it was a tough reality back then, and you know, within the space of approximately four to six months of putting this system together, our whole life and reality just completely transformed. Matisse blossomed. Um, he felt improved in absolutely every area: physically, walking. He felt speaking. He blew the school away. They couldn't believe um, how much better he was doing in school. He no longer needed the support teacher at the school. And the most important thing was that when we took him back for the testing with the state government, with the state government center, at the end of the testing, they removed the special needs label. And since then, the teacher's, um, I mean, he's not without his issues. There's still a few issues that come about because of being so premature and unprepared for the world. But... I mean, now he's just this delightful, wonderful, intelligent, artistic, sweet, loving, normal, healthy boy 
that's um, in the normal school system and absolutely, um, absolutely not a special needs child anymore. So that was such a huge accomplishment and huge miracle just to see the power of really aligning your, your vision and aligning it with your uh, emotional state and getting that vision so clear in your mind how you really can shift the physical world, the outer world, and create so-called miracles. So mm-hmm. I decided to write it down and put it all together and share it with as many people as I could. I just remember when I met Matisse for the first time, and um, I don't remember how old he was, but I know he was single digits. And we were sitting at the dinner table, um, and he was speaking English to me, I'm pretty sure Spanish to you, and then he was speaking Catalan to his sister. And he would yeah. change from one to the other to the other. And I, I was just in awe of, what you know, I'd heard you speak, and I knew about Matisse, but to actually be with him and to see you know a vastly different child than the one that you had explained was um was mind boggling and and that was probably the thing that I went, my gosh, if you can change and help with another person that you dearly love um because you had a real emotional attachment to that, then why can't we? change what is happening in our own lives who we should dearly love our ourselves and our own lives and and so that's you know I I started doing your your 10 steps but I think the piece de resistance was going to your master manifestors retreat in Greece because we were able to spend five days of just going through each of the steps and spend quality time in making changes um, in our in our lives or at least preparing what we needed to do in order to make changes. So do you want to just, you know, tempt a few people? Because quite a few um, people from Australia went um, uh, last year. There was quite a few of us. Uh, so would you like to just talk you know, briefly about where they go, um, what the five days involves? Um, just, yeah, tempt a few people. They might want yeah. to know. Okay, well, that would be exciting. Um, it's happening July 25th this year, so it's only for people that want to be in a beautiful paradise island where all the food you're going to eat comes from the island, so it's all ecological and amazing and tasty and beautiful virgin beaches with turquoise, blue, Mediterranean sea, and friendly, loving, wonderful people. So yeah. that's for starters. That's that's where it is. This hidden, undiscovered, unconquered paradise. Um, and on top of it, the you know, even if I wasn't there, Cindy, to teach people the ten steps, just the power of taking time out of your busy life to focus on your dreams and your goals. And to take the time to, you know, shut off the outside world, come to a retreat, connect with your spiritual self. I mean, even that in itself is is life-changing. Um, so on top of all that, like I said, taking time for yourself to really clarify what is my life right now, what do I really want in my life, and what do I need to get there? 
And then we power charge it with, um, you know, with a very concrete system that works in order to make that happen. So, you know, basically we give you a roadmap. And as you know, you've manifested this massive goal that you created last year at the, at the event. Mm. And, um, yeah, so just making a roadmap and a realistic time frame and, and, and making that happen. And doing it in a way, too, that is, um, you know, that's, that's with synchronicity and um, inspiration. Because, you know, I think we've all had times in our lives where we've had something that we felt really inspired to do and really, really sure about. And then all of these, all of a sudden, all these wonderful, amazing coincidences start to happen, and you meet the right people at the right place at the right time, and everything falls into place. And next thing you know, that um, that dream or goal comes to reality. And so I think everybody has a, one or two of these wonderful stories. And and basically, all I've done is um, created a system, a ten-step system to make those moments in our life a way of being always um how can we create these wonderful synchronicities you know how can we create these wonderful coincidences and draw the right people and the right resources at the right time to us so that's what we do we do this so we do we spend the um you know three or four days going over the 10 steps and everybody works the 10 steps we spend a lot of time meditating um so everybody gets to clear out any emotional blockages. We spend a lot of time eating all this wonderful Greek food. And then um, and then we also have a lot of fun because, as you know, we have the magical Maria as our host. And so she takes us to all these wonderful, special, hidden places on the island that a normal tourist would never find. And so we have some, some time in paradise together. So... I think it's a wonderful event. Um, very, it's a life-changing event, and it's a it's a wonderful holiday. So, yeah. yeah. If anybody's tempted um, to come, ahead. hopefully that's a good push to come. That's on July 25th, and you can get the information. All the information is um, it's on my website, which is master manifestors master um, also, if you do download the iPhone app, the Mind Spa, it's also it's also on there. But and Maria is the one who who organizes all the um, all the coordination. But um, yeah, I think it's a it's a wonderful wonderful life changing event and yeah. and a wonderful relaxing holiday in paradise. As you know, Cindy, yeah, we had a great time, didn't we? It was wonderful, and I met some beautiful people, and um, and Maria is a beautiful hostess. So how about, if, if you can, tell us a story about somebody who uh, either has um, followed your steps or gone to the retreat uh, and had um, a real life-changing um, manifest happen to them or manifestation happen to them. Mm-hmm. Well, there's always lots of great stories so even um i'll just give you a very simple story to start and that is my uh cleaning lady erica who is comes from a small or my former cleaning lady small village in in uruguay and basically i don't don't even think she finished grade five so she's never had any any um experience with these types 
didn't have a formal education, let alone have any experience with these types of philosophies. So I um, basically, so she had really, um, she had been told that she was completely infertile. And I think because she has an uneducated mind, which can be an advantage because I think sometimes we get too much education, our analytical mind gets too strong and it's hard to let in these other spiritual or energetic philosophies. So it was amazing, Cindy. So she was told she was completely infertile. They'd always wanted a child. She decided that my children were basically be her children, etc. So um, she basically, she flipped through the book. I don't think she's even a proficient reader. So she flipped through the book, made a little vision board, and on the metro back and forth to work with me, she would listen to the magical beats. Mm. And within three weeks, she came to me very excited, telling me that she was uh, she was pregnant. And now they have this beautiful, healthy six-year-old boy. And you know, just 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 simply applying the steps very quickly. Uh, her uneducated mind accepted the information very very quickly, and she went from thinking she was completely infertile. Her and her husband had been together for ten years. They'd never used birth control because she was supposed to be infertile and she was pregnant in three weeks. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that's that's just one. Another lady uh, who's a little more, you know, had quite a lot more resistance or not she loves the concept, but I think all of us are you know, the biggest challenge I think with all this is silencing our analytical educated mind because, you know, when we're young we are that pure spirit and anything is possible and it's only you know we clog it up over the years analytically so anyway this lovely um 60 year old lady who she loved the information but she had a lot of her analytical mind had a lot of resistance to the information she discovered she had um cancer and a very advanced form of breast cancer and um at first after receiving the diagnosis, she was completely panicked and freaked out and was going to do, you know, the whole medical protocol with the surgery and the chemo and the radiation and everything. Once she calmed down, she decided to um, to remove the tumor through the surgery and not have the chemo or the radio, radiotherapy. Mm-hmm. And the doctors were really, really giving her a hard time, saying it's not all cleared out. And, you know, anyways, painting the worst case scenario. But she put the whole process, um, used it for health and manifesting health, manifesting, you know, she really got into the meditation and, and the emotional state of receiving the good news. After all the testing, uh, she would visualize in her mind of receiving the good news and feel the emotion of that. And she completely manifested herself cancer-free. So those are just few examples but I have many 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 oh, well I'm I'm one of them you know when I um, when I met you and then started this whole process and and the first one is the clarity of vision and you say do a leap of faith so I went okay well I'll do a leap of faith so the first year I did a leap of faith and I I made what I wanted like I you know I, I got what I wanted and I went oh well obviously you know, you, you you go into the doubters. <laughs> and so I went into, yeah. all right, I'll do it again and I'll do a real leap of faith. So I did it and I felt it was a real leap of faith. And once again, I got what I asked for. So then 
I did it again and I, I did a leap of faith. And again, that, that's the third year I did it. And I went, right, that's it. I'm going to do the biggest leap of faith that I can possibly do, you know, and gave myself a 12-month. Each time I always gave myself a 12-month frame and I went through all the other steps. And um, and I, I reached that leap of faith. And it is, you know, um, there is. Go on. Um, uh, I love that, Cindy, and you are definitely a master manifester. Um, so I love hearing how, how, you know, I know how much you've used the process and what a massive difference it's made in your business and the quantum leap that you made. But, you know, and I know for you, it's not just the business because you have a, you have a strong message that, that you know needs to get out to the world. So I know it's a, you know, it's a life mission as well. But I just want to make a quick comment on the leap of faith is it's a very fine line. It's important to make this leap of faith, but for some people, you have to be careful not to make it too big or too unbelievable because then the analytical mind starts to pop up and um, starts to resist it. So it's, would you agree with me, Cindy? It's a fine line between going, you know, outside your comfort zone, outside what you think is believable. But, you know, if anybody's listening, I know that a lot of people are listening or, you know, interested in their health, but, you know, not to come up with something crazy unrealistic that, almost sabotages like, okay, I'm going to lose 50 kilos in the next 60 days. Um, so it's finding, it's finding that fine line and also being flexible with your timeline and being able to revise your goal along the way because some people, mm-hmm. they get a fixed idea that this has to happen in this time and then when it's not happening, it's like, oh my God, this never works and it's the end of the world. And, you know, you have to stop every few weeks and just revise things because sometimes your, your clarity um, also grows along the way as well. So what you thought you wanted, it might change along the way. So yeah. it's very important to be flexible in your timelines, be flexible in your vision. Um, definitely take a leap of faith, get out of your comfort zone, but to not to not make it so uh, unrealistic that you basically get into that. That can be a little bit of a self sabotage pattern. Yeah, and I I, I also think. Um, like the revise and revision, I'm always doing that. I'm always revising and, revi- and 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 doing a revision. And that became really important when we started to, we want a, a center for changing habits. So we want a center where people can come and be educated and where they can learn that even living in an urban lifestyle, you can still grow gardens and be off the grid and self-sufficient. So, you know, this was what I wanted um, for changing habits, and um, and I've had to revise. Um, not my vision hasn't had to change, but I've had to revise. Well, actually, my vision has had to change because I wanted ten acres, and our council won't allow me to do what I want to do in a rural property. I have to be on a smaller one, so I did have to change my vision a bit. I also had to revise it because our council is being painful and not giving me the permits. But I'm, I, I go, right, I'm not going to be there by July t- 2015. But that's okay. I know I'm going to get there. So, and for those times, there's a reason for those delays. Yeah, exactly. And it might be another block of land might be coming up that I don't know about. So I agree with you, you know, step 10, revise and, and, and do your vision, rework your vision. And some people, I think they, they do their vision and then they forget that Okay, there are some some parameters that may need to change, um, but I I I just think what what 
if you follow those 10 steps and you put your trust and you act and you meditate and you do the, the, the whole thing that you talk about, I, I really believe that it works brilliantly. So what I want to ask you now is, is the clarity of vision, which is step one. Can you speak specifically for people who are looking um, to better their health and to lose weight? How important it is to even have a vision? Because most of them, you know, they don't even know what they want. And that's the scary part is many people don't know what they want. So can you talk about that? Yeah, certainly. If it, um, yeah, if you'd like me to talk about it from my health, my health sense, yes. I think, yeah, because I think a lot of people listening are, are interested in their health and changing. Well, the wonderful thing about creating a vision and creating the clarity, well, first of all, it's a, it's, um, you know, a roadmap. If you're going to get in the car and, you know, take a trip to, to California, you're going to want to buy a map if you're going to drive between San Francisco and San Diego, for example, yes? So the vision is like a map, so it's going to make everything so much easier. And if you know you're going, if you know where you're going, it's a lot easier to figure out how you're going to get there. So I think starting with the end in mind is always the most powerful and easiest way to make a change. And also, Whenever we make change, there's going to be bumps in the road. There's going to be obstacles. There's going to be resistance. Um, we resist ourselves because even your neurology doesn't like change. Your neurology likes what's comfortable. And even if what's comfortable is not good for you, it's still comfortable. So when you're making these changes, it's not always comfortable. There's going to be bumps in the road. But if you have – so what I find, the most important thing for me to have this vision is I find it extremely powerful to write out a vision to create clarity. So in a health sense, you know, to take the time to sit down with a Word document and write in the present tense, you know, it is this state and I, Cindy O'Meara, am feeling fantastic because um, my blood pressure is completely out of control, under control. You know, I'm feeling slim, fit, and fantastic, and this is my emotional state, this is what I'm wearing, this is who I'm with, this is what I'm eating, and putting as much detail as possible. And to create, you know, what has been commonly known these days as a vision board or any type of visual representation of that, of that because the brain works more visually, 90% of what we process is visual. And so, as I mentioned, if you're making any type of change, there's going to be some challenges. And the vision board or the visual representation and the written vision is the best way to get through those rougher days. Because if you're having a little bit of a low point or thinking, oh, I can't do this or, you know, this isn't working for me or, oh, this is too much effort, this is taking longer than I thought or whatever, when you can pull out that vision, it completely changes your energy and your emotions because you can get excited again about the goal and why you're going there, what it's going to feel like, and it makes it all worth it again to give you something, you know, surprise. So I think starting with the end in mind and taking the time to write it out very specifically in a, in a vision statement and creating a visual representation or making uh, a vision board that you're you know, looking at every single day, that's really what's going to pull you through those 
tougher days and those rougher times. Yeah. So I do think that's a really important part of that process. I think I remember you saying something like, uh, it's like getting in your car and not knowing where you're going. Like, you're just getting in that car and where are you going? You you aimlessly exactly. go, yeah, go from place to place. So one of the things that um, I found very powerful was is was the decluttering. Was um, And you declutter very many ways, not just physically, that you declutter in other ways. Can you explain or tell me the power of this exercise? What, how powerful is it? Well, it's extremely powerful because, you know, we are energy. Everything, we're energy. Everything in our life is energy. And there's only so much energy to go around. And so most people aren't aware of how powerful their own energy is and how it's affecting the physical world, how it's affecting the reality around them. And they're not in control of their energy. So they're living kind of in a... And an outside in, you know, in chiropractic, we always talk about health comes from the inside, inside out. Well, mm. at a life level as well, most people live the outside in lifestyle. So they're completely, they don't realize they have control of their energy. Um, that basically they let their day and therefore their week and therefore their month and therefore their whole life be controlled from the outside in. So, you know, they become victim of circumstances. You know, you wake up, your husband's in a bad mood, so puts you in a bad mood. Um, they go off to work or they lose their, you know, they might lose their job or they might have bad traffic on the way. And they, they let all these things from the outside world con- control their lives. So, you know, you've had a stressful day and you've let all these things search well, so you come home and then you, you're stressed, you don't have time to so eat badly and then fix your house, and et cetera. And so through a process of um, decluttering, basically the first thing is being aware that I'm in control of my life, I'm in control of everything, and everything happens from the inside out, and starting the day like that. And then being aware of where your energy is going throughout the day and what is what is sucking up your time and energy. And if you start to really become aware of it, you realize that, um, you know, there might be people, situations, um, also, uh, possessions that you have or, you know, things in your life that take incredible commitment, an incredible amount of your time and your precious life energy that really don't serve your bigger vision. And therefore, you know, there's nothing left over to manifest this this vision or this life of your dreams. So about every six months, I usually take the time to make a list of what is taking my time and attention and see if it really aligns with my big, bigger vision. And so sometimes that has, sometimes I um, have to learn how to elegantly say no to um, indications that, um, you know, I, I feel would obligated or that would be good to do, but you know, if the, the price is too high, it's not really serving the bigger vision. I also find that um, even just our stuff clutters our lives. And so I usually love this process about every six months of going to my office and getting rid of much stuff that's cluttering our desk and, and that's blocking energy. Um, I love, you know, going through my closet and cleaning out as many clothes as I can and handing them 
off to um, to a charity or to my cleaner. And I just find that every time I do one of these really big energetic cleanses of my things, um, my commitments, and, you know, sometimes even energy draining people in my life, it creates space for um for bigger and better things coming in life. And actually I just want to comment even though it didn't have to do with health, because the most common email and question I get from people to me is um how can I manifest my ex boyfriends back into my life? <laughs> or <laughs> how can I manifest love into my life? And because a lot of people are looking for their soulmates and etc. And the, I think the decluttering process is never more important than this particular question because, you know, what I always say to people is like, well, first of all, you have to cut ties with all these half relationships. So, well, first of all, I don't recommend manifesting your ex-boyfriend back into your life because it's better to move forward. But anyway, let's just talk about manifesting love. Yeah. So most people, what they do is they, you know, they have, they're still kind of sort of um, hooking up with their ex-boyfriends and they're dating this other guy, that even though they know it's not really going anywhere. And then they're flirting with their, have this major flirtation thing going on with their boss, even though he's married. So they've got all the, you know, they've got all these energetic ties to these half love situations. And I always say, look, first of all, what you need to do is clear all that out and cut the ties. You need to create a space in your life. When you just create a space, you're creating a vacuum. And that vacuum vortex is going to be, you know, what's going to draw in the real thing. And once you cut all these ties, you have to cut out, cut all these ties of the graces that aren't really working or going anywhere. And then you use that time to fall in love with yourself. And when you're being your best self and falling in love with life and doing the things that you love and having wonderful hobbies and feeling fantastic and great, and on top of it, have this wonderful space in your life, then you're going to draw, energetically draw the right person to you um, and, you know, find the love and the soulmate. So I think that's a really good example of how important that decluttering process is. Uh, I agree with you, and that, that that just made so much sense. And the other thing is, is that I was a, a kind of acquainting it to, you know, when you are wanting um, better health and you want to um, eat better and have better habits, then you declutter your pantry and you declutter your fridge and you take out the foods that are, are not endorsing your health and causing problems with it. And uh, you know, uh, there are so many places that we can declutter, and people yeah. have just got to I take think, the time. Think, in the I think I think you need to create a reality show where you go in and declutter people's kitchens and pantries, and, <laughs> and declutter the contradictions. You know, they're saying they want to do things better, and you can go into their kitchens and get rid of all the <laughs> all the dry foods and and all the things that are that are basically not in line with their vision. But you know what's you know, hysterical? So. You know what's hysterical? As you saying that, um, I re- I remember like people come up to me and they say, oh, you know, um, uh, something like this. Oh, I had a really bad night last night. I ate such and such. And I'm like, why do you have it in the kitchen? And, exactly. and they look at me. You know, they look at me, and then and then they'll say, oh, my children only eat wheat bix or breakfast cereals. That's all they want to eat. And I went, 
well, don't have it in the kitchen and who pays for the food? And they seem to blame their children for the food that's in their pantry and they, and then they go and eat it um, because they have a mm-hmm. um, a moment of weakness. <laughs> oh, dear. And, and the same with love. Yeah, because preparation is, preparation is everything. Yes, yeah, it is. I mean, it if, is. if they're using the 10-step process for this big house change, then that could be part of the step five and six is preparing your kitchen in such a way that you're removing the temptations and you're putting wonderful, healthy snacks so that when you do have a weak moment, there's no other option than a fresh organic strawberry. Yeah. Now, you, because that's you know, what's nice about your work is that you make you make it easy for people to eat in this wonderful, healthy way and use your food as medicine. Yeah. Yeah, we all work together to try and help everyone. And, and I have gathered together so many friends that, and Michelle, I class you as one of my friends, and I've gathered so many people that can help people in all of these beautiful ways. And then uh, it, it's just a matter of following. You know, we've done all the hard work. We've done all the research. We've, we've done what needs to be done. It's just a matter of then you know, doing it the same way and, and getting the result that you want as opposed to the result you have been getting. Now, we've come to the end of our hour, Michelle. I, you know I've got heaps more questions for you. <laughs> but we've Any of these end. questions I think we could have talked for an hour. <laughs> I know, I, I know we could. <laughs> but, look, we've come to the end of the hour. So what I want to do is I want to give people places to go. Now, we've talked about it through the hour, but I want to um, talk about it now. So people, um, where do you start with Michelle? Go to manifest, um, mastermanifestors.com. Yes. Start there. Mastermanifestors.com. And then download. And from there, you can have access to the app. Yep. Um, you can also stay tuned for the the new app that's going to have the, the spiritual community, the spiritual Facebook. Um, you can also sign up for um, for Greece there under events and contact Maria. And you can also join our Facebook page, Master Manifestors on Facebook, where we post daily inspirations and keep people motivated and, and updates and things to be, to be looking out for. And you can buy your book. And you can buy the book through, um, yeah, you can either buy it through there or through Amazon. Amazon. Okay. Well, it sounds wonderful. Um, so I want to thank everyone from around the world who has contributed to this call and been online to hear the incredible wisdom of Dr. Michelle Nielsen. And thank you for taking the time out of your day and night to improve your knowledge on health and well-being in order to change your life and that of your families, friends, community, state, and country. We all have a part to play in this change, so be part of the ripple effect that is changing the world. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.